Let's pick up on Daf Kufhei Amud Aleph 105a from Rabbi Hananya Bar Shlemya. We're going to start with the story. Rabbi Hananya is on the third line of the Gemara on Daf Kufhei Amud Aleph. Okay, now I want to just share a ha'ara, a thought, something for us to, uh, to create a mindset as we begin this particular Gemara. And that is, you know, it's very interesting that we've discussed what a person does when they are eating on Friday, going into Shabbos. So we said, do you have to, remember we had a homachoikas, do you have to pause your Sa'uda and make Kiddush? Do you have to totally stop the Sa'uda? Do you just keep going? Right, we had a whole thing, what happens when Shkia comes, when Shabbos is starting, how that works? We haven't discussed yet what happens on Matzei Shabbos. Because what's interesting is we're giving this year coming on a Matzei Shabbos. We're just coming out of Shabbos. A number of us finish Shalashud as what? 45 minutes ago, an hour ago, a few minutes ago, yeah, maybe some people slept longer. Why? We know the same way you're not supposed to eat before Kiddush Friday night. A person is not supposed to eat before Havdalah on Matzi Shabbos. So, is it permitted to eat after sundown on Matzi Shabbos when I have not yet made Havdalah or not? We know that when a person eats Shalashudas and you start your meal during the daytime, so that you could keep going. But why? What's the source? Where's this from? So today's daf, at least the first part of Amr Aleph, as we get towards the middle of the Amr, is going to share with us some of the, the source of this discussion. Okay, but just take note that the same, the same uh, uh, discussion that we needed to have when you start your meal on Friday, going into Friday night when there's an obligation of Kiddush, should be the same discussion on Matzei Shabbos. When I start a meal on Shabbos, and I'm going into Matzei Shabbos, and I have the obligation of Avdallah, we need to have a discussion about that as well. Is it permitted to keep eating once you've reached the time for Havdalah, and you have not yet made Havdalah? All right? So let's go over here. Rav Hananya Bar Shlemya and Rav's Talmidim. Okay, remind ourselves this is Rav's Talmidim. They were eating on Friday afternoon. And Rav Amnuna Saba was, you know, helping them, serving them. And they told Rav Hamnuna, Can you please check? whether it's time for Shabbos yet. They had started their Suda, and they asked him to check whether they, whether it was time for Shabbos. Why? So they explained why. Because if it's Shabbos, we're going to have to stop our meal and be Mekadesh HaShabbos. Set up the Shabbos. Omar Lahu, Surah Amnuna Saba, says to them, uh, it's not worth it to check. There's no reason to check. Because the Shabbos Seuda becomes Shabbos whether or not you like it. Meaning you don't need to make Kiddush to give it Chashivas of a Shabbos Seuda. Because your Rebbe, Rav, 
You're from the yeshiva of Rav. Rav holds the same way Shabbos establishes Meiser, so too Shabbos is establishes a meal as far as Kiddush is concerned. Now what's this halacha of Meiser? The Rashbam kicks in. We'll speak it out outside just so we're able to halt cup. This is not the Iker part of our Gemara, but there's a very interesting halacha like this. When people, people would only be obligated to take miser when the grains were already brought into their homes. If the grain was out in the field, there was no chiyuv, no obligation of miser. Okay? The halacha was that they were permitted to snack on grains. However, if it's out in the field. However, on Shabbos, if you're walking through a field of grain where miser wasn't taken, you're not allowed to snack. Why not? Because the chashivas, the importance of Shabbos eating, gives it an automatic status of a set meal. And if I'm eating this grain within a set meal, I'm for sure obligated to miser. Yeah, it is. So on Shabbos, you're not allowed to snack from grains that are out in the field because Shabbos itself makes it automatic. They say over a Misa, I haven't seen it brought down, but I heard this story from somebody when Rabbi Hanan Wasserman came to collect money in Baltimore for Baranovich. Technically, Baranovich came to Baltimore and he spoke in the Glen Avenue Shul, the Yakish Shul in Baltimore. So they asked Rav Ruderman, the Rashiva of Ner Yisrael, to introduce Rabbi Khan. So Rav Rudman said, okay, you know, I mean, we're going to introduce Rabbi Khan and Wasserman. He can explain Rabbi Khan and Wasserman, right? To, if people don't know. So Rav Rudman, to introduce Rabbi Khan and said as follows He says, there are. Yomtif Gedailim and Shabbos Gedailim. What's the difference between a Yomtif Gadol and a Shabbos Gadol? He says, I'll tell you the difference. Why is Yomtif Yomtif? Because Kal Yisrael says, this is when Rish Chedesh is. This is Rish Chedesh Nisan. 15 days later is going to be Pesach. Because Kal Yisrael established this day as Rish Chedesh. Every holiday, every Yom Tov comes about because Klai Yisrael says so. Why is Shabbos Shabbos? Because it's been like that since the seven days of creation. You could call Friday Shabbos. It doesn't change Shabbos from being Shabbos. Yom Tov is Yom Tov because Klai Yisrael says it's Yom Tov. Shabbos is Shabbos because it's Shabbos. Whether or not anybody says. Zokter Vudeman, he says there are Yom Tov Gedolim. That's a Gadol. We know he's a Gadol because... Everybody says he's a Gadol. And then there's Shabbos Gedailim. Shabbos Gedailim are Gedailim because they're Gedailim. Nobody has to say they're Gedailim. Rabbi Chana Wasserman is a Shabbos Gadol. And Rav Rudiman sat down. <laughs> he doesn't need me to tell you that he's a Gadol. Shabbos is Shabbos. What do you need me to tell you? That was, his, that was his introduction. 
for uh, for Rabbi Khan, right? So that's what that's Lamaisa. This practically speaking, this is what Shabbos is. Shabbos is Shabbos because it has intrinsic holiness of Shabbos. So if you're snacking on a Shabbos meal, you're snacking on a Shabbos grain out in the field, you're gonna say, Oh, that's not considered a hush of a sit down. No, every bite that we take on Shabbos has has importance. Okay? So so he's saying, Avnuna Shabbos saying, Shabbos is Shabbos as soon as Shabbos comes. Doesn't need you to be Mikadashin. Now Savor me not. They thought from this, the same way Shabbos itself, the time of Shabbos establishes the Chi of Kiddush, the obligation of Kiddush, so too, as soon as Shabbos leaves, sundown, you need to stop eating because you have an obligation of Havdalah. Like we started out today. Abdullah, they thought that means if you're eating shalashudas, you need to stop eating at sunset. Omar Luhu Ravam Ravam says no. There's a difference between Abdullah and Kiddush. Why? Hachi Omar Rav, your Rebbe, Rav, says, Le Kiddush Kaivast, Abdullah like of us. Shabbos only is Kaiveya itself, establishes itself on its way in. It doesn't. There's no set time that it establishes it leaves. There's no set time that Shabbos is gone. Meaning, This that Shabbos can continue is when I started my meal, my Shalashudis, or whatever meal I'm eating, in the proper time. Then you can perpetuate the meal, you can extend the meal. If you didn't start your meal before Shabbos went out, you're not allowed to start your meal as Shabbos is on its way out. Okay? You can't start your Shabbos meal too late. And by the way, once you start eating, this halacha that you're allowed to continue eating is only if you're in the middle of a meal. You're eating something. Avol but if you just drink something, you can't keep drinking. And this that you're not allowed to drink means you're not allowed to drink like important drinks, like wine or beer. You're allowed to drink water before Abdullah. Unlike Kiddush, when the time for Kiddush comes, a person should not even drink water until they make Kiddush. But for Abdullah, we're lenient with it as Shabbos is on its way out, and is permitted to drink water prior to Havdalah, Upliga de Ravuna, and this, that it's permitted to drink water, uh, is not agreed upon by everybody. Ravuna actually argues on this. The uh, Ravuna, how do you know Ravuna argues? The Ravuna Chazi Gavra. Ravuna once saw somebody, the Shosamaya Kaidam Abdullah. Who was drinking water before Havdalah? Omar Lane, Ravuna said to this Jew, he says, By Misvi Marme Askara, aren't you scared of choking? Meaning, you better be careful because you're drinking at the wrong time of day. And measure for measure, the Rashbam points out, Mida Kanagan Mida, if you do, uh, you eat at the wrong time, I'm sorry, you drink water at the wrong time, you can, uh, you can choke from it. You know, something bad could happen when you're doing Averis. Anybody who tastes anything, even water, before Abdullah, 
However, there's not the halacha, Rabbonon, the Ravashi, like Kapti Amaya, the Rabbonon, in the yeshiva of Ravashi, were not makbid on water. Okay, that ends the discussion that we picked up from yesterday. Um, and now we are going to start a brand new Shaila. Okay, now, this new Shaila is going to take us very, very interesting discussion. It's going to take us to Amud Beis, and we're going to focus now on Kiddush and Shabbos meals. This is fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. And let's introduce this. We make Kiddush on Friday night. What's Kiddush on Friday night? So we know the custom is to say the paragraph of Vayachulu prior to Kiddush. Okay? But the Kiddush of Friday night is the blessing of Mekadesh HaShabbos. Right? We stand there with a cup of wine and we say, And then we make another bracha. And then we drink. Okay? That's Kiddush Friday night. Let me ask you a question. What is Kiddush on Shabbos day? You say a few verses as a custom... And then there's one blessing you say Shabbos Day. Hagafen. And that's Kiddush. Okay? Another point. That's one point. Just, just to know this. That, that, that's just to know. We'll see how this plays out in the next Gemara. That's focusing on the difference in Kiddush Friday night and Kiddush Shabbos Day. Another difference is the Friday night meal and the Shabbos meal. Which one is more important? If I have my favorite piece of meat, my favorite wine, should it be served Friday night or should it be served at the Shabbos day meal? I would venture to say that for many of us, it's going to pop out on Friday night. That's what I would venture to say. Shabbos just came in. Usually the food is a lot fresher, besides for the chalent that people make for Shabbos Day, right? But in general, people put out their spreads on Friday night. And Shabbos, you put out the Friday night leftovers plus chalent, right? That's, uh, that's how it works. Now let's read the Gemara inside. And we'll probably start smiling as we read through this. Here we go. Ravina asked a shayla, curiosity question, searching for information from Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. If a person got too drunk on Purim, afternoon, Purim's on Friday, yeah, he gets so drunk that he falls asleep and he wakes up Shabbos morning. Can he make the Friday night Kiddush on Shabbos day? We just explained the Friday night Kiddush is different than the Shabbos day Kiddush. Can he make the Friday night Kiddush on Shabbos day? Or do we say no? 
the blessing of Makadesh Shabbos is said Friday night, and if you're making Kiddush Shabbos there, you do the standard Kiddush. Al Kain Beirach, Bari Peragam. Omar Lay. Rabbi Nachmizak says to him, Mida'am Ribbenei Rabbi Chia. This that the sons of Rabbi Chia taught us. Mishlai Hibdo Matzei Shabbos. We know that Allah is if a person doesn't have a chance to make Abdullah on Saturday night on Matzei Shabbos. You're allowed to keep making Abdullah, the Rashbam said. It means the entire week, the Rashbam explains what we know is the Halacha. You're allowed to make Kiddush Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. This is Halacha the Maisa, okay? A person, this practical Halacha. A person didn't have a chance to make Abdullah Friday night. You can make Abdullah through Tuesday. You're not, you're not going to make a Bari Ereha Eish. You say, You're going to make that whole Brach, okay? Hachinami. So he says, so too, by Kiddush, Mish like Kiddush Berev Shabbos, if a person does not make Kiddush on Friday night, so you have the whole, same way, Havdola, you have the whole week, you have the Kiddush, you have the whole Shabbos. You would make the, when you wake up Shabbos morning and you eat your Shabbos lunch, you would stand at your Shabbos table and you would say, Savri, Baruch Atah Hashem, Lekinu Melechayim, Gofen, Baruch Atah Hashem, Lekinu Melechayim, and end off with Mekadesh HaShabbos. You'd make the Friday night Kiddush on Shabbos day. Eisve. The Gemara is going to ask two strong questions on this. Alright? And this is going to take us to the bottom here and Talmud base. Says the Gemara. Eisve. That's a challenging question. On this that we said. If you don't make a, a, a Kiddush Friday night. You make that same Kiddush Shabbos day. Listen to this Kasha. Lele Shabbos Lele Yomtev. On Friday night and on Yom Tif night. Yesh Behem You make Kiddush holding a cup of wine. The Yesh Behem has Kara Bibrichas And you mention either Ritzay in Shabbos or Yala Viyavo for Yom Tif. Shabbos Viyamtif. But what about the day meals of Shabbos and Yom Tif? Ein Behem you do not need to make Kiddush al hakais, okay? Which means the blessing of Mekadesh HaShabbos is not said al hakais. We might say it in Shemayin Esrei, but you don't say it al hakais over a cup of wine. The Yesh Behem Askar Berchaz HaMazim, but you do say Ritzay and Yalav Yavah in Berchaz HaMazim. All right? You add that in. Now, here's the inference if you're going to say that if you didn't make Kiddush Friday night, you should make that same Kiddush on Shabbos day. Shabbos v'yomtev nami. Why in the Brisa did we say, oh, on Shabbos v'yomtev, you don't say Kiddush. It's not true. Mishkachasle, we find that you could say Kiddush. Because if you didn't make Kiddush the night before, Mekadish Tobachar, you could. So why does the Brisa say you don't make Kiddush Shabbos Day if we would be right? That if you ever miss on Friday night, you should make it Shabbos Day. Oh, you see from here, you could do it Shabbos Day. What are y'all going to start screaming at me? But that's plan B. That's plan B. Absolutely. We just said, in the name of Rabhia's sons, if you don't make Kiddush on Friday night, 
you make Kiddush on Shabbos Day. Ask the Gemara, Ace Fair, we're going to challenge this. How can you tell me that there's no kid? If you don't make Kiddush Friday night, you say it Shabbos Day. There's a Brisa that says the difference between Friday night and Shabbos Day is that on Friday night you say Mekadesh Shabbos, and by Shabbos Day you don't say Mekadesh Shabbos. So you see, Shabbos Day, you don't say Mekadesh Shabbos. And if you would be right, we find a situation where Mekadesh Shabbos can be said, i.e., for example, if I forget to do it Friday night. That's the Gemara's Kasha. What are you going to answer, Rabiel? You'll say what the Gemara's answer is going to say simply. Shkayach. We know there's a chance you might make Kiddush Shabbos Day if you forget, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about a plan B situation. We're talking about a plan A. Answers the Gemara. What are you talking about? Omar Lay. Rabbi says back to him. The Eli Katani. We're not talking about the Eli Katani. When we said you don't say Mekah, here's the Gemara's answer. We said, you, the Kiddush of Shabbos day, you don't make Mekadesh Shabbos. Is that true? Yes. Can you find a situation where Mekadesh Shabbos will be said Shabbos day? Can you find that possibility when a guy forgets Friday night? Yeah. But that's not what we mean. We're not dealing with a guy who forgets Friday night. We're talking about in general. When all of us stand at our Shabbos tables on Shabbos day, are you saying Mekadesh Shabbos? No. Okay, fine. So there's no question, there's no challenge. Another question. Okay? And again, what are we challenging here? What are we questioning? What we're questioning is, is it true that if I don't make Kiddush Friday night, I should say the Friday night Kiddush on Shabbos day? That, that was the halacha. We're questioning that halacha. We'll challenge you with another question. And this is where it gets interesting if we start no, thinking about our... Shabbos meals. If a person has some food for Shabbos and he has to choose whether to use the special food for his Friday night meal or his Shabbos day meal, the Shabbos day meal is more chashuv and you should use your special food for Shabbos day. And if you only have one cup of wine, Let's say you only have one cup of wine for Kiddush, and you have to choose between making Kiddush Friday night or making Kiddush Shabbos day, guess what you should do? Make Kiddush Shabbos day and don't make Kiddush Friday night. Why? Because Kiddush Hayyim is more chashuv over the Kiddush Hayyim. All right? Which over here, it sounds like it's a contradiction, but really what we're saying here is that the Kiddusha of the morning Sa'uda is the most chashuv. That's how you got to translate over here. Now, says the Gemara Kasha. One second. The Im Isa. Let, let me introduce the, the Ha'ara we're going to say here. What did we just mention? Kiddush of Shabbos Day rocks. 
Right? That's what we just said. Friday night, Shabbos day, Shabbos day wins. It's most hush. One second. It seems that from what we just said, I'm not going to be saying Kiddush on Friday night, correct? Would you agree with that assumption? That when, when, when we say in the Brisa, if you have one cup, you should make Kiddush for the day and not the Kiddush for the night. Here's what the Gemara is going to ask. One second. If it's true that whenever I don't make Kiddush at night, I make that same Kiddush Shabbos day, so then the Shabbos day Kiddush is really Kiddush for both. You get the kasha. In other words, why are we viewing the day Kiddush as if I'm only making Kiddush of day and not by night? No. If I have one cup, guess what? Guess what we should have said? We should have said, if you have one cup, make it by day. You know why? Because then I'll be killing both Kiddushim with one stone. I'll be, I'd say both. But we don't say that. We're not saying, oh, do it by day because then you could, you, you get both. No, instead we're saying, because Kedusha Sayyim is better. So it must be that you cannot make Kiddush of Friday night by day. Let's read this inside. Vimisan, if it's true, that when you don't make Kiddush Friday night, you could make that same Kiddush by day. So Lishkvei Ad Lamachar, just leave your one cup of wine over till Shabbos day. And you got both Kiddushim together. And for the Gemara, Omar Leh, no. We would never say that. Beauty. We wouldn't say that when you have one cup, wait till Shabbos day and be Yotzei both. You know why? Because if Friday night was really more chashuv, chaviva mitzvah b'shaita. You don't push off. A, a mitzvah is beloved when done properly. And if Friday night, taka was the chashuv one, and the chash of a time, we're not going to say, oh, you might as well wait till the next day. Unless the next day was taka better. Because in general, there's a rule. Chaviva mitzvah b'shaita. A mitzvah is, it, is given a time for a reason. It's because that is the best time. That's its beloved time. Says the Gemara, one second. One second. Ask the Gemara, Geshmak Akasha. What did we just say? We just said that whenever you have a mitzvah to make a bracha, you should not push it off. Because Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita, let me, let, let's talk outside for a moment. You ready? Let's talk outside. Gishmaka stuff. Awesome stuff. Remember the other day, we learned together, what happens? Somebody comes home from Marev HaMatzi Shabbos. He's got one cup of wine. He wants to make Avdallah. And he also wants to eat Shalashudis and hold a kais during benching. What did we say? Push off your Havdalah and use that one cup after you finish your Malava Malka when you're holding it for benching. You see that you can push off a mitzvah past its proper time. Let's read this inside. Do we say Chaviv Mitzvah Shaita that a mitzvah is beloved at its, at its uh, ideal time? Is that really true? But we learned in the Brisa. A person comes home. On Matzei Shabbos, you make a bracha on the wine first. Notice the order, by the way, because we're going to focus on this soon. But you make a bracha on the wine, on the on the candle, on the spices, 
and then the Havdalah, V'achad Gachayim Ravdalah. And if you only have one cup of wine, then, then hold off until after you bench for the Malava Malka. And then you do the whole order following the Agavan. You see, you don't say that a mitzvah is beloved in its proper time. The proper time for Abdullah is before Malava Malka. But when you only have one cup, we say it's okay, push it off even past its time. This way, you could kill two birds with one stone. Amar so Nachman says back to him, He says, you know what, I like your question, but listen, I love this answer, this beauty answer. He says, this is what he answers the question. He says, you got a great question, and I don't have an answer, but I still know that I'm right. Why? He says, I'm not smart enough to answer this. I didn't see it as an avuah. And I'm also not teaching you some far out safer that I saw somewhere that nobody ever heard of. Ella Gamarna Vesadarna. I learned in Yeshiva. I know what my Rabbeim told me. The Chaim Mayrim Bebe Kavasi. This is the halacha that we came uh, that we came out with. Shiny Lan Baini Yule Yoima Lafuki Yoima. There's a difference. Between Friday night and Matzi Shabbos, and here's the rule. I don't know, you can bring me all your sources and your kashas and this. But here's the, here's the practical way that it was taught to be in Yeshiva, and I'm sticking with this. And that is as follows. When it comes to Shabbos starting, as soon as you can start Shabbos, start Shabbos. So don't push off Kiddush till... Shabbos morning, if you have one cup. Okay? And that's what shows the belovedness of Shabbos. Because we want to make Kiddush as soon as possible on Friday night. But when it comes to Havdalah, I come home from Shul Matzi Shabbos. I've got one cup to make Havdalah and for my Bircha Samazon on my Malava Malka. So over there, we'll say, push off the Havdalah. Don't take out Shabbos too early. So that Shabbos doesn't appear like a burden. All right? So he basically is saying, listen, I, know, I understand your kashas from Bryce's, but here is the theme that I learned in Yeshiva. This is the concept, this is the style. It reminds me of a very, very important story said over about the Chassam Seifer. that he walked into a base medrash. He was middle-aged, okay? He was middle-aged, wasn't, uh, wasn't that old. He walked, into, he walked into a base medrash, and there were two young, sharp men sitting and learning Bechavrusa. I'm sure I've said this story before, but I'll say it again. It's very connected to this answer. He saw two young, sharp men sitting and learning. They see the, the Chassam Seifer coming in, sit, sitting and learning off to the side. They decided they're going to hack him up and learn. Yeah, they're going to talk to him and learn. They, they had a bomb question. They had a great shayla, great kasha for him. So they go over to Chassam Seifer and they ask him a question. Chassam Seifer gives them an answer. They tear it apart. So he comes back with another response. And they tear apart his second answer. Chassam Seifer thinks for a while. And after a couple minutes, he says to them, I don't know how to answer your questions on my second answer. 
But I know my second answer is MS. And in Yiddishkeit, one mistaken middle-aged man is still smarter than two young, sharp whippersnappers. So I'm right and you're wrong. That's it. He goes, no, I don't know what to tell you. All right, I'm not sure what to do with your question, but I've thought it through and I know I'm right. As I get us. Finished. That's how, <laughs> that's how it works. All right. But says the Gemara, to, uh, to finish off this daf and get on to tomorrow's daf, that from this conversation, we're able to learn eight very interesting halachos. And we'll end with this. Shmamino, we learn from here. From this b'risa, we learn eight things. Shmamino, you learn from here that when you say um, uh, even if you said Abdullah you still need to make Abdullah again when you come home. Because we said, oh, a person comes home from shul, there's only one cup. So you do it on both. But I already made Abdullah in my Shmona Esrei and Marv, right? So you see, you really have to make it alakais with a cup of wine. Ushmami no bracha tunakais. You see that also when you're saying bracha samazon for the Malava Malka, you should have a kais. Ushmami no kaisho bracha tzarakshir. You also learn from here that you need a revias at least. Otherwise, you can say, oh, if you only have one cup, split up the cup. No. Because you need a minimum amount. And you also learn from here that you have to drink something. You can't just leave it. Otherwise, I'll say to the guy like this. Go home. You only have one cup of wine. No problem. Make Havdalah. Don't drink. And then eat him lava malka. You'll drink it later. You see from here, you need a drink. You also learn from here that if you do drink by Havdalah, that'll ruin the entire cup. And you cannot reuse that same wine for the, for the benching. And you also learn from here that a person who eats before Havdalah is permitted to make Havdalah. Because what's happening here is the guy only has one cup of wine. We're telling him, okay... Excuse me. We're talking about, okay, hold off on your Abdullah. Wait till after your Malava Malka. So it's going to come out the guy's eating before Abdullah. So you see you're allowed to make Abdullah even after you ate. That's six. Number seven. You learn from here you could say two Kedushais over one cup. Because we say, because what we're saying is after you eat Malava Malka, make your Hagafen for your benching as well as the Abdullah. You see you could have Two mitzvahs fulfilled on one cup. And finally, the eighth one, Ushmami na Beishamahi Valibadrab Yehuda. We'll also learn from here, Beishamahi Valibadrab Yehuda. What does that mean? Remember, we had a machoikas as to what is the order of the brachos in Havdalah. Right? How do you order it? So if you look back on Ahmad Aleph, I'm sorry, if you look back on Ahmad Bey's, towards the bottom, what did we say? We said, you make the bracha. Uh, uh, um, we said you make al hayayin. Remember when we read this, I said keep in keep in mind the order. You make the yayin, the ma'ar, the besamim, and then the avdala. That is Beishamai's opinion, aliba the Rebbe Yehuda. So you see from here that opinion works as well. Um, you know what? Let's do one more step because that'll wrap up this this uh, sugya, this concept. Just one more step. 
Ravashi Yom Ravashi says, Tomei Pogma B'Koshal Bracha Tzaruch Shir. A Koshal Bracha. Tomei Pogma, when you drink from a cup, it makes it no longer fit. And also, a Koshal Bracha, this had a Koshal Bracha, Chodam Milsahi. It's really all one inference, really all one halacha. Bachi Kamar, and what we're saying is as follows. My time of Tomei Pogma, what is the reason when I take a sip from a cup, I say the whole cup cannot be used for the mitzvah again. Mishum the Koshal Bracha Tzaruch Shir is because a kaisha bracha needs a shear. Rabbi Yaakov Aridi kapit a chatzba tagima. Rabbi Yaakov Aridi was very makbit about not using wine, even that came from a a uh, a pitcher that somebody drank from. Even if it's meant for multiple people to drink from it, he wouldn't use that wine if anybody sipped from it. Ravidi barshisha kapit a kasa pagima. He was careful about a kasa pagima, a cup. Marbar Ravashi kapit a filu a chavisa pagima. So he wouldn't even drink if somebody took a sip from the barrel which is certainly not meant for an individual to drink from. If somebody took a sip in the barrel, he wouldn't use any wine in that barrel, even to pour into a cup. For somebody else, he wouldn't use that for a kais. Shal bracha, on kuvav, and he will hold it here for this evening. Agutavach.